you know, you've got a plate spinning over here that's your food, yeah? Once it's spinning and you've got it working, it should be relatively relatively easy to keep it going. You've then got a plate spinning for your training. Well, if your training is going well, you now need a plate spinning for your rest, your recovery, your ability to come back and train on a regular basis. Meet your host, Andy Naylor. Andy is a men's physique transformation expert, competitive physical champion, and a multi-six-figure business owner who has helped thousands of busy, high-achieving men get into the best shape of their lives and reconnect with their inner alpha. On this show, Andy is going to share with you his playbook on feeling healthy again, avoiding the common pitfalls successful men fall into, dropping 20 to 30 pounds of fat, and building a physique you can finally be proud of. And the transformations aren't just physical either. You're going to learn how meeting your personal goals will help support your professional achievements, giving you that true alpha mentality. Let's go. So welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, my name is Andy Naylor, founder and CEO of Naylor Body Design and host of the Optimal Alpha podcast. So today we're going to delve into, it's. I'm not going to say it's a myth, but it's certainly a saying that I've certainly seen and heard enough over the years to think that it's a topic worth covering, which is the phrase or the thought that getting in shape is 80% nutrition, 20% training. You've heard this, right? Oh, it's, yeah, you know, it's, it's like all in the kitchen. It's it's 80% nutrition um, and it's only percent, you know, 20%. That's all it takes to get in shape. 80% nutrition, 20% training. That's what you need to do if you want to get into shape. So we're, we're going to delve into that today and find out, does that stack up? Is that true? So for the past 20 years, I've been training, you know, many thousands of other people to get in the best shape of their lives. And then of course myself to, you know, to get in, you know, certainly better shape than I ever thought possible and be able to get on stage um, in the shape of my life and win um, physique shows. I can say straight off the bat that if I went in with the attitude of it's 80% nutrition and 20% training, there's no way my physique would have got to the place that it got to. So we're going to, we're going to delve a little bit further into it, and, and I, th I think one of the first places to really sort of go with this would be to, well, let's try and define what we're actually talking about here. So when people say it's 80% nutrition, that's what's required to get in shape, well, then what does get in shape mean? Now, this is ambiguous, right? Because get in shape to me would be something very different to get in shape to you. So straight away, once there's some ambiguity in what we're talking about here, a, an absolute a specific in terms of a percentage immediately doesn't really stack up, does it? But getting in shape, what does it mean? Does it mean just dropping weight? Does it mean dropping fat? Does it mean improving health markers? Does it mean gaining muscle, actually developing a physique? Does it mean actually you know, improving self-confidence and self-esteem? So straight away, we want to start to understand, well, what, what are we actually talking about here? Because what does getting shape mean to an individual? But let me just go straight in. Like, I mean, I, personally, this just, just doesn't stack up for me. Let's understand, you know, why can 80% just not be true? Or potentially what might be the reasons that 80% just doesn't really sort of stack up? Well, the first thing I would put here is our body is a unit. It's a system. It's an engine. It does not work in individual areas. If we were to lean more focus on one particular area, that means we are taking focus away from many of the other areas that are required. Getting in shape, I would say generally across the board, for most people, would require the addition of muscle. 
right? Now, I'm not talking like bodybuilder levels of silly amounts of muscle just hanging off you. I'm talking about a healthy amount of muscle, which one, keeps you strong, two, will improve longevity and quality of life, and it will also help with metabolism. So now, if we have a goal of getting in shape, and let's say we could all possibly agree that getting in shape would mean, you know, adding a little bit of muscle in the right places, not just for the benefits that I've just told you, but also for the benefits of having a physique, looking great in clothes, feeling great naked, you know, like all these things that would come along with having a physique, well, then now we need to place more than 20% of our focus onto training, right? Because if we're now only thinking 80% of our time and effort is put into food, well, I can tell you, from personal experience and working with many thousands of people, that if we only put 20% of effort into the training side of things, no progress is going to be made. So straight away, there's one thing to consider. And how about this? What percentage, therefore, are we putting into our rest? What percentage are we putting into our recovery? What percentage might we be putting into our supplementational side of things? What about a percentage for goal setting? A percentage for planning? What about a percentage for mindset, habits, daily behaviours? There are so many more plates spinning, I can tell you, when it comes to getting in shape. Or shall we just say the shape of your life? Maybe you're reaching your ideal physique, because your ideal physique would be different to somebody else's. But if you only focused on 80% nutrition, I mean, you could use 80% nutrition and drop weight, yes. But when it really comes down to it, I'm sure by now, out of an outside maybe a certain um, cohort of people, shall we say people who just really do need to lose weight. So over a certain BMI, over a certain, you know, into maybe some of the obesity categories where just outright losing weight becomes, you know, critical in terms of staying alive, essentially, and not running into diabetes, strokes, heart attacks, those sorts of things. So just out dropping weight. So that person, if they're just, you know, eating like a fool and paying absolutely zero attention to what they're doing in terms of their eating, then then yeah, right, maybe we could say that just that person focusing on their 80% of their time on their food would, would be beneficial. But then that leaves everybody else who I wouldn't say fall into that category, but want to have a better body, a better mind, better performance at work, you know, looking better in clothes, you know, healthier body. We need to be focusing on all these other plates spinning to make sure that we can actually get there. A way to look at this is as we move towards that which we focus on. And if we're focusing solely on nutrition, which clearly is one of the big rocks, yeah, 100%, it's one of the big rocks, and we certainly need to give it a heck of a lot of attention. But 80%, if we give it 80%, there is not enough room left to then be focusing on all the other areas. Certainly training being the big one of those. So what does it really look like? So a great body to me, a physique is, you know, is, is a healthy body. It's built by giving all the areas the respect and focus that they are due. Um, we, like I've said, we're spinning plates here. It's a really good analogy. You know, you've got a plate spinning over here that's your food. Yeah. Once it's spinning and you've got it working, it should be relatively relatively easy to keep it going. You've then got a plate spinning for your training. Well, if your training is going well, you now need a plate spinning for your rest, your recovery, your ability to come back and train on a regular basis. So your sleep patterns, you know, making sure that you are looking after everything else to prepare for the next time that you go and train. And then when it gets difficult, you've got to put a certain amount of effort into consistency. Consistency doesn't happen by accident. It takes planning, preparation, desire. Those things take a bit of bandwidth. So you've got to take a little bit away from nutrition to be able to do these, you know, get these other areas to work as, as well as you want them to be. 
I think it's pretty simple that this is just one of those health, fitness, nearly gym world sayings that just doesn't stack up in the real world. And this podcast today was simply to sort of bring light to not just this particular saying, but you will have heard others. There's another one that I'm definitely going to be talking about later down the line. They're absolutes. And there are no such things, generally speaking, as absolutes in probably most areas, but certainly health and fitness. Oh, it's 80% nutrition. Absolutely not. No way is it 80% nutrition for someone to get in shape. That is an absolute. And let's say everybody walking into the gym world or the fitness world for the first time were told that on the way in the door and believed it and focused on that. I can tell you it would ruin most people. It would certainly ruin their opportunity for progress. Why? Because it ain't 80%. You've got to put focus on other areas. Now, For some people, if they have particularly poor nutritional habits, then maybe the percentage is going to be higher because more focus is required. I do not put anything like 80% of my time and effort into my nutrition. Now, that could be because I've been doing this for 19 years. My nutrition is, it it is what it is. Like it would would take me 80% to, to actually make it not work now. But that's just because of how long have I been doing this? And it's easy for me to eat the same foods, you know, track them, know what my calories and macros are. Why? Because I live in this world. And I, I, and, and I appreciate that that's, of course, not where everybody is. So, you know, at best, I just imagine I give my, my nutrition maybe 30% of my bandwidth. That's all it needs. Once, what, that's all it needs. I don't need to give it anything more than that. And the chances are that if you've been on this journey for a while, you probably also don't need to give it 80%. You need to not let it fail. Because we also know, here's another saying, you can't out-train a bad diet. Now, that's a saying that I would say, yeah, okay, fair enough. You can't out-train a bad diet. You could train to the level to negate a bad diet. I've, I've definitely seen people say, oh, you know, I go to the gym so I can eat what I like. <laughs> okay, fine. That's a personal choice. You know, I'm not going to ridicule for that, ridicule you for that. That's, that's entirely up to you. But you can't out-train a bad diet. So just really wanted to put this out there today, just to start to get the sort of, you know, the cogs turning in your mind. Be mindful what you listen to. Be mindful for what these little sort of sayings that you hear in the gym and fitness world and take them with a pinch of salt and then take a step back and think logically, does this apply to me in my circumstances? Does this apply to me in my scenario or at my level of training or with my particular goal in mind? Maybe sit down and if you really want to, if you're quite analytical and you like this, make a little pie chart, draw it on a page and start to split up where you think you currently are in terms of the amount of effort you're putting into things like the goal, planning, effort, consistency, accountability, mindset, motivation. Like, How much percentage are you currently putting into them? Is it working? Yes or no? If yes, awesome. Keep them as they are. If no, what's the area where you know that you are failing? Where do you know you need to put a bit more effort into? And then write a new pie chart. Make it visual for yourself could be super useful. So that's going to wrap everything up for today. I hope you've taken something away from this. And of course, like I said in the last episode, while we are building this podcast up, I am hosting a competition. So there will be a link in the show notes. Please go find that, visit that. So everyone who gives us a five-star review uh, and also subscribes to the podcast and goes through the bits and pieces of information in the link, you will be put in with the opportunity of winning a chance. And there'll be two winners to be coached by us for three months completely for free. That is five grands each. That's five grand each worth of coaching. So it's a heck of a 
Heck of a prize, hopefully, you'll agree. You've got an opportunity to win that. All you've got to do, give us a five-star review, subscribe to the podcast, go find the link in the show notes and follow any of the details in there, and you'll be put in with a chance of winning. Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up show two. I hope you've taken something away from this. I will be back soon. Outside of that, go and have the best day. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. We hope that you feel motivated to start making changes in your life so you can see those results that you've been wanting to achieve. Remember, you can do anything you set your mind to. If you love the show, please leave us a five-star review and make sure you tell your friends. If you'd like to connect with Andy, you can find him on Instagram at Andy underscore Nailer underscore Pure underscore Elite underscore Pro. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well. Talk to you again soon.